share a quick thought today. And that is a thought that Sarah and I have been having lately, whether it's in life back home or here right now. And it's, we've been thinking a lot about our relationship with time. <laughs> I feel like staying here, slowing down. We're taking five days, just no real agenda. There's a few hit points, things we want to do while we're here, but really just to slow down. And I feel like this conversation started with from this book that you were reading. What it, do you remember what the name? Is it the book you're actually in right now? No, I think it was... It was an article, like in a far magazine or something. Oh. Because this woman takes a trip and slows down. Okay, you took a picture of it. And so I want to, I'm going to pull it up here just a second. But I guess today, I I don't know. I just want to put on your radar, listening to this, I want to put on your radar a question I have for you. And what, I'm just curious, what does your relationship with time look like? I'm, let me just, let me just read how this article starts. Uh, And if I can figure out what magazine this was in. I'll put a link to it in the show notes below. But it starts with, uh, she was saying, a few years ago, I decided I wanted a new rhythm for my life, one that wasn't determined by a clock. I even went to therapy to address my anxiety about time. Quote, there is no tiger, the therapist told me. There was no intimate threat in the form of a predator, no emergency. I argued back that my metaphorical tiger was time. I could not create more of it. And so in the spring of 2023, time on the brain and intent on making some memories, I decided to take a trip to Japan to chase the brief blooming of the sakura or cherry blossom trees. Okay, so then the article goes around about, goes on about her experience going to Japan and talking about her relationship with time. And what I really want to do right now is give you some bullshit, <laughs> like, like uh, describe to you how, oh, Yes, I felt, oh man, I'm so aware of this in my life. And, you know, Sarah and I were thinking about this and our relationship with time. We just wanted to, we came on this trip so that we could, no, this, this is just by happenstance uh, that, the, that her reading this article, us going, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, me too. Uh, it coincided with this trip when in actuality, I, I, my relationship with time, I actually, I mean, I can actually m- relate to the anxiety about this feeling of time bearing down on you in multiple ways. Like, I, I don't feel like I necessarily have a super healthy, naturally healthy relationship with this topic. Okay, here's an example of how I've just been shit when it comes to having a healthy relationship with time. For the, for the longest time, I feel like... Right now, Sarah, I feel like when I'm saying this word, it's like when you read a word over and over, you say a word over and over, it's like, that, what, is, what does that word even mean? Yeah. Well, how is, what is English? How do I even type? What is that? Why is it, that's, how do we come to this word? Anyways, uh, one more saying of the word time, and I'm going to have no understanding of what it even means <laughs> at this point. Okay, for me, here's, a, here's one of the most unhealthy mental habits that I've, I've had for the longest time and a few years decided to combat. And what that was is something I called the numbers game. Here's how it started. When in my life I saw someone who was successful doing something that I wanted to do, I had this mental habit of crunching the numbers. I would look at them and say, okay, uh, they are safe. They're older than me, which was the most more, most typical. I'd say, okay, this person is thirty. They were thirty-seven when they became quote successful. Whatever the 
fuck that meant uh, in my mind. Just something I thought was cool. I just It's all a, an assumption, knowing nothing about this person. Uh, I'd say, okay, they were like 37 years old when they, quote, made it uh, in music. And I'm, I'm 23, so that means that I have... I'm making up these numbers, so I'm just going to do quick math. What... What is 37 minus 23? 14. I'm going to edit this. <laughs> That's what Sarah just says. That's more than 10 years. Just Okay, 14 years. So I, got, I have 14 years. I, I got plenty of time. No, I got 14 years for me to become successful. That's what. So the problem is, there's two problems with this. Besides the obvious, that's an unhealthy way to think. Life is not this singular uh, movement on towards either making it or not making it. And at a certain point, then I will have arrived. Besides that, like obvious flaw in this, what became unhealthy and really started affecting me mentally is when I got to an age where people were finding that quote success younger than me. So then I'm like, okay, how old was this person when they made it? Oh, I look at this. Oh, they were, they were 27 when they, when they won their first Grammy and I'm 37. So I'm 10 years behind whatever it is. Or I do, I look at, man, for the longest time, someone like, I love the story of Anthony Bourdain finding uh, quote success later in life. I don't, I can't remember his exact age. And he, he always talked about being grateful that he found success later in life. So for me, he was, he was always something like, oh man, I love this thought of, you know, even things I've, I would post on Instagram, like, oh man, age is just a number. It's just like, here's all the people that made it later in life. And what I realized is even, okay, even you know, that, that can be helpful at times. Even that mindset is unhealthy. Like that still in me cements this mindset of time being something that is just bearing on, down on me on like a lion. Okay, Sarah's on the other side of the room. She's smiling. She's, she's winding up. She has something interesting to say. Well, I think kind of what you just said, I, I think a lot of us, myself included, feel like almost like time is an aggressor, you know, or this, a taker or whatever, <laughs> whatever negative emotion. First of all, time is, there's no motion to it. It just is happening to us. And there's nothing we can do about it, quite literally. Um, so viewing it as this attacker is certainly not going to help you. Take a breath. What's happening is happening. Here's the deal. Here's the fact. I regularly have to remind myself to quit playing the numbers game and comparing my life's journey to other people's journey. And beyond that, like it's so, even harder than that for me is freaking reminding myself that I need to quit my own numbers game comparing myself to the version of the expectations of myself like that abstract thing that I'm comparing to myself doesn't even exist and all that shit just makes my relationship with time like oh man I'm getting older oh man every birthday that comes around oh man am I I'm spiraling I now I'm thinking about time and I'm thinking about the fact that I'm 438 and like, I'm like oh my gosh what am I doing with my life and I, like, like even like what like even time like passed like I'm like I cannot tell you how many times in the slow season of my life with just like those natural times where the gigs aren't I'm not, I'm not as busy musically as I thought I'd be then I start look, looking back and I'm like, what am I doing with my life? I shouldn't, would, am I, have I wasted part? Like as if life is this string of check, I'm holding a, I'm holding a booger because when I, when I was, re like, why are you pinching your fingers together? Well, I, when I was, I had an itch in my nose while I was recording this and. A demon came out. And a, a, a tiny demon came out. Here, hold this microphone. I'm going to throw this booger, I'm going to throw this booger over the balcony and I'm going to let Sarah end this. <laughs> 
Um, basically, I would like to end this by saying, whoa, take a goddamn breath. You're okay. You have time. It's not going to hurt you. Take a breath. Rob Morgan is an internationally touring bassist on a journey to discover what it means to live a curious life. At thecuriouspod.com, you'll find an archive of conversations recorded all over the world, a map of recording locations, a weekly newsletter, and official podcast merchandise. Rob is recording a daily podcast where he's sharing insights into the creative journey and the secrets to living a curious life that he's discovered from over a decade of traveling the world with music. We here at Curious Endeavors have told him this is probably a mistake and he's in Egypt to attempt it, but he won't budge. So that's where we're currently at. We hope you'll enjoy.